The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at CARM.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live for answers. Taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everyone, welcome to the show. I'll wait till the music's done. I'll have to wait till it's over. They could turn it off quicker. That'd be good. Hey, I hope you all had a great weekend, because uh, I did, and um, I was involved in a discussion here and there. One of the things that I've I've learned, and I try and help people understand, is uh, that when I have conversations with people, you know, I'm doing apologetics, and I'm digging and finding out. I got a plot in my head where I want to go. And uh, so I was in this room, and this Christian guys were kept jumping in to help me. And I'm like, please, I, please, I don't need your help. You just let me do this. And uh, so that happened for a while. I ended up leaving, said, I'm done, you know, because they, they don't know what I'm doing. I remember the first time uh, this happened, my wife and I, before we got married, was at a mall uh, in uh, Southern California. And we went to the Christian bookstore and ended up talking to some guy. And we were having a great conversation. And then people, we, you know, went outside of the mall because it was inside the Christian bookstore. And, you know, he was asking questions and could people start to gather around listening. So we went outside because the uh, the staff said, hey, you know, you can take it out there. Okay, fine, no problem. And we did. And a crowd gathered. And uh, here I am talking to this guy. And, I, you know, I know how to do stuff. And, and then these... Christians, you know, God bless them. They come up and they go, man, you need to talk about, you know, I go, my wife, <laughs> she'd go over and say, just, just don't interrupt. He knows what he's doing. Okay. He's just got to gather this information. And then someone else would go, me, 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 me. <laughs> she'd go over there, don't interrupt. And, uh, anyway, it was, that's, I remember that. I remember that. She always had my back and that kind of stuff. So, woo, boy, there you go. Hey, if you want to give me a call, all you have to do is dial eight seven seven. Two zero seven two two seven six and um, whew, what a day it has been! I have had so many days. Friday we had a three-hour meeting and uh, teaching here and there, and then Saturday doing all kinds of stuff. Went to a different church yesterday, checking out new churches. Went and checked that out. Let's just say it was interesting. And uh, the pastor, somebody introduced me to the pastor, and he goes, "Hey, I love your website." So I was, "Oh, praise God." So he uh, he really liked the website. He's been using it for said for years and years. So that's good. That's what it's there for. And if you don't know about the website, you're a heretic. In fact, um, look at my shirt that I'm wearing, everybody. Look what my shirt says. See? So much heresy, so little time. Karm.org. I'm wearing it for the video. And if you want to watch the video, and you want to watch me do this show, it's not a big deal. You can just go to the Karm.org website, C-A-R-M.org. On the right-hand side, you'll see a picture of me. Sorry, the ugly filter wasn't working that day. And uh, click on it. It'll take you to a link. Uh, I think Laura's already put the information up, right? You already put the stuff up? Laura, I'm asking. <laughs> she's she's babysitting. Now, what do, you, what do you do? You pay attention to me on the radio or a cute little baby. Now, to me, that's pretty even. Okay, it's pretty even. But I don't think Laura's going to agree with me. I think it's pretty even. She's not. Oh, she's smiling and definitely shaking her head. I don't know. What do you think, Charlie? Pretty even or not? He, he, he thinks he's got my back. He thinks it's pretty even, too. All right. That's what we need. 
If you are interested in um, emailing me, if you want to talk or you want to ask me a question via email, just info at karm.org, info at C-A-R-M dot O-R-G, the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry. In fact, let me see, every now and then I, I take a look and see how many um, how many page views we've had and stuff. Uh, there's lots of websites that have more. But I'll, I'll tell you, for a website that just does apologetics, which is not a huge Christian niche, um, we've had 153.4 million uh, visitors to the site and 229 million page views. How about that? And returning visitors, how many people have come back to the site and hung out and stayed there? Uh, almost 81 million people. The site has a lot of influence. I like that. And, and praise God for it. You know, I'm just glad that people use it. Okay, hey, why don't we just jump on the air and or on the lines here? Let's get to let's see, like Riff from North Carolina. Riff, welcome. Is your last name Raff? Just Rudolph. <laughs> well, you know, Riff Raff. I I don't know. I had to ask. But uh, okay, what do you got, buddy? Rudolph. Rudolph. Oh, it's you. Hey, Rudolph, how you doing, man? Well, it says Riff up there, so I thought it was you know Riff. And I was going to ask if your last name was Raff. So what's up, man? Okay. Um, yes. Doing the revelation when Satan is bound. Mm-hmm. Where will the fallen angels be? Now, that's a good question because the Bible doesn't tell us. It doesn't say they are bound, but Satan is bound. So that's really a good question because if you think about it, well, what does it mean? Some people think if it if he's bound, it means he can't do anything. Not necessarily. Bound to do what? In Matthew twelve twenty two to thirty two, uh, Jesus is casting out demons, and the Jews says, "Hey, you're doing it by the power of the evil one." And uh, so he said, "Look, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven." And he goes on and he says that in order to cast out demons, the the strong man must first be bound. That's what he said. So if he's casting out demons, and in order to do that, the strong man has to be bound, that's the devil he talks about later, Satan, well then, that would just simply mean that Satan was bound back then. I know a lot of people are really surprised by that, because that's not what's taught from most pulpits. But that's what the text says. So, if he's bound, well then why were things so bad for so long? Well, let's go. And let's do this. Uh, I'm going to go to Revelation 20. I'm going to read about this very thing. And uh, then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding the key of the abyss and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, the serpent of old, who was the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years, and threw him into the abyss and shut it and sealed it over him, so that he would not deceive the nations any longer. That's what he's, the binding is. Now, What's a bit of a of a problem here, uh, from my perspective, is if Jesus says that he bound uh, the strong man, the devil, back then, in order to cast out demons, then it would seem that in addition to that, uh, Satan could not then deceive the nations any longer. That's what it would seem to be to, if we're consistent, because that's what it says. Uh, it says, uh, shut it up and sealed it over him so that he would not deceive the nations any longer. That's what it is. Now, I'm going to back up and explain a little bit something more here. I saw an angel 
Now that's literal. Coming down from heaven. I don't have a problem with that being literal. Holding the key of the abyss. That's a figurative key. It's not a literal key like we would have in our cheek, a keychain. Okay, a key of the abyss and a great chain in his hand. Now I'm sure he had a vision and he really saw this angel with a chain in its hand. But obviously the chain represents something because the angel's literal and then the chain is something, something that represents something. He laid hold of the dragon. That's figurative, the serpent of old, that's literal, who's a devil and Satan, literal and bound him for a thousand years. Well, people automatically want to say that thousand means uh, literal. It may or may not. Because Jesus, or the Bible says, God cat, uh, owns the cattle on a thousand hills. And a, a day's but a thousand years, a thousand years is but a day. So the word thousand seems to be, when it's by itself, seems to be used in a figurative context. Well, okay, so that means then we could say, well, it's, there's some figurative usage there. And he threw him into the abyss, something literal in the abyss, that's something there, and sealed it up over him so that he wouldn't deceive the nations any longer. It doesn't say that he doesn't have some influence. It doesn't say that he's uh, incapacitated. It seems to say that the restriction is about deceiving the nations. So that's what it seems to be. So it would look like this is what happened at a time of Christ when he's casting out demons, he uh, took control. And it looks like, now I'm just going to throw this out as just something to think about. If that position is true, amillennialism is what that position would be, that the thousand is a figurative uh, usage of time, like a cabillion. Um, then if he's deceiving the nations now, it would have mean he'd been let loose. World War One, World War Two. you know, the nations are at each other's throats. I wonder if he's been released and then the time of the Gentiles will end soon because the Jews are to be converted and I, I'm just throwing a lot of stuff out here together I know a, a, a Jewish friend who's a hardcore Christian he works with a Christian ministry and he is uh, he's telling me there are more Jews converting now all over the world than ever before he says he doesn't understand what it is but they're converting by the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds that are converting to Christianity. So maybe that's going to happen. The time of the Gentiles is going to end and Jesus comes back. I don't know. I'm just throwing a bunch of stuff out. So there you go. Okay, so so you think the the evil of fallen angels might be out what he's bound up I, th I suspect he's been let loose because if my position is correct, which it may not be, if the figurative usage of time in a thousand is the case and Satan apparently was bound when Jesus was on the earth, which is what he says, Matthew 12, 22-32, that seems to be pretty clear, then it would seem to me that the thousand there necessitates a figurative period of time and that towards it the uh, he's been let loose because it says he'd been him for a thousand years and here's the thing a lot of people think that after exactly 1,000 years that everything's going to change but not necessarily because he's just he's he's um, bound for a thousand years so he won't deceive the nations now some people will say that's the pre pre um, premillennial view he's bound during that time but that can't work because Jesus said he was already bound I mean, sorry, I, I don't know how to be gracious in that to say, well, maybe, maybe not. It, it's what he says, and that's Matthew 12, 22 through 32. 
I tell people, just read it. That's what it says. So that one I have to stand on that hill and say, that's what it says. So if that's the case, then uh, the angelic forces are still available. Satan uh, was bound in the sense he cannot deceive the nations. There's a restriction to his ability and his, uh, his work until that time is done and it looks like he's let loose in order to see the nations we've seen in the past hundred years we've seen that a great deal with millions upon millions and millions and millions and millions of people dying in fact in the 1900s alone over at least 100 million people were, were uh, killed in wars and, and uh, works of, of like communist Russia and China upon their own people starving them to death uh, submitting, getting them into submission. So that's the low estimate is 100 million. Some say it's as high as 250 million in the, just the 1900s. Right. So, you know, I don't have any exact answers. I can just throw a bunch of information out and I say have people make their okay. own mind up about it. You know? okay, okay, well, thank you very much and you take care. You too, man. God bless, buddy. Thanks. As Rudolph, not Riff, as in Riff Raff. Uh, uh, so let's see. Um, I was going to say something. What was it? I can't remember. Man, no big deal. Let's get to uh, Jamal from North Carolina. Jamal, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Mr. Marslick. How you doing today, sir? Doing all right. Hanging in there, man. What do you got, buddy? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um wanted Oops. to ask about Christians and up uh, in politics. Uh, Can okay. you hold on? Because we we got a break. I'm sorry, but there's the time in there. Get away from me. So the break's happening, and we'll be right back, okay? So hold on, man. We'll get back to you after right. the break. Hey, folks, we have two open lines. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. Be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Excuse me there. And if you want to give me a call, two open lines, 877-207-2276. Jamal. All right, buddy. We're back. So what do you got? All right. Um, I guess I have to give a little bit of background to the question. Um, I recently shared a post on Facebook about the new Jesus Revolution movie. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Well, something told me to ask you about it. Yeah, it's uh, talking about um, the Jesus Revolution. I think it was back in the 70s. Greg Laurie's involved. They talk about uh, uh, his pastor, Chuck Smith. Chuck Smith. But uh, it's not just about Greg Laurie. It's about the whole movement. So I thought it was pretty good. You know, it looked good and all that. So I shared it with, uh, I just go ahead and put it out there. I shared it with some, some conservative people online and mm-hmm. some conservative pages. Mm-hmm. Got no blowback, no backlash from that. Yeah. So I said, okay, let me venture out a little bit and share it on a Democratic page. <laughs> That's where the problem came <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I know. That is so unfortunate. Um, Now, aside from the page, um, some people talked to me, probably said, I like what you're doing, I see that you're all about Christ, but you probably should not put that on that page. And I said, well, why not? 
we still have freedom of speech, right? Freedom, freedom of religion. So why should my Jesus be put aside? So I said, you know what? Let me ask somebody outside of myself about this whole issue. Should Christians put their, and I kind of know the answer, but I still want to get your take on it. Should Christians put their religion, their Jesus aside at work, in school, in politics, online, Never. in any kind of venue just to appease somebody else? Never. Now, here's the thing. When I say never, you never set Jesus aside. You may not always have to speak about him. But okay. in a meeting, for example, I remember I had a job once, and uh, the, I was working late with the, uh, with the boss, and he said, look, if so-and-so calls, tell him I'm not here. I couldn't. Mm. I told him. I said, my boss said, I, I can't do that because that's a lie. And he said, no, that's what I want, right. I want you to tell him. I said, I, I'm sorry, I won't do it. And... Uh, he, he got upset. I said, what I will say is, you're not available. And okay. He goes, he goes go. okay, all right. And I wouldn't lie. If he says, no, you do that, you're fired. I go, okay, then and you got to fire me because I'm not going to lie. And, Amen. And, and that's it. So you can't, you know, oh, well, in that situation, it's okay to lie. No, it's not. So I would right. just say, well, find a, a compromise. It, just say, you're not available. That's fine. You're just not available. I don't have to explain any reasons why you are or aren't. Okay, so... So we never want to set aside our our, uh, our our faith, and I've got other stories like that. But uh, okay, okay, all right. Um, do you have a scripture I can also add some ice on the top and when I'm uh, forming a response to that? Well, the one that comes to mind is uh, he who denies me. Uh, let's see, denies me. Uh, I'll deny him. Not, yeah, and that's uh, Luke twelve nine. But I'm not denying him. Uh, it, and it, that's uh, that's Luke twelve nine. But here's here's one. Let's see. Um, do everything, okay, and uh, for the glory of God. Where is that verse? Maybe someone in the chat can help me. Uh, let's see. Do everything. Let's see. I'll find it. Let's see. Bible. Do everything as unto the Lord. There we go. That is. It uh, looks like it's uh, Colossians three twenty three. You'd think I'd know that one, but hey, <laughs> we can memorize know. everything. Yeah, I can't. I don't memorize everything. You know, my, my, and when my wife asks me a question, I say, I don't know about the Bible. I don't know. She goes, What? Then she mocks me. Why could you not know uh-huh. it? You're supposed to be. And I just sit there. Ugh. So, uh, whatever you do, do work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men. And that's Colossians 3.23. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of inheritance. So whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord. So if you're doing it for the Lord, you can't leave your uh, your ethics behind. You don't have to volunteer them all the time. Okay, so right. if I'm in a meeting and they say something that's not very ethical they want you to do that you may or may not be able to do on your own, I'll just I, of course, I'm not going to do it. And in fact, this reminds me. Here's here's something. I literally at the same job that I, I mentioned earlier. My last name is Slick, and the, the boss promoted me to a salesman. And I said, "Are you kidding? My last name is Slick. No one's going to listen to me." And he said, "He laughed. He goes, no. He said they will." And um, I went into uh, this one place. I remember this, and I handed my business card. It was a cold call, and this guy goes, "Are you kidding?" I said, no, that's my real name. And uh, he says, give me some more cards. And, and then he started handing them out to his friends. And next thing you know, I get a, a an impromptu interview with somebody. And I'm in this guy's office because he was interested. And uh, he says, do you know about such and such? 
what I could have said at this point was a snow job of some sort. I just looked at him and said, I don't know. I said, I'm not going Mm -hmm. to lie to you. If I don't know it, I don't know it. I will tell you the truth. I can find out. And I remember him staring at me for like 10 seconds because he wasn't used to that strict, direct honesty. And he looked at me and he said, do you want to know about it? And I said, yes. And he goes, let me teach you. And he took me out into the factory and showed me what it was and all this stuff. And then while I was walking with them, I still remember, he goes, "What? see that in that room over there? There's uh, Those are sorters, right? I says, yeah. He goes, can you do that? And he says, yeah. And he, he said to me, it's a $600,000 job. It's yours. Just like wow. that. 7% commission. Wow. Okay. Mm. So this okay. is, and I, that's a whole other story what happened. Everything fell through when I decided not to go into ministry because of all this. But that's another, another story. I'm wow. just saying, mm. be honest. Be honest, it, yeah. and that's it, and, and don't compromise. Don't have to wear your Bible on your sleeve all the time, but, you know. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, two okay. more points real quick. Um, is your uh, Facebook chat, is that exclusive, or can anybody join in? Anybody can join in. We don't care. We have lots of Facebook uh, pages. i got over 20. I have to provide a list oh. on them on my site, but... Uh, the one we're on now, which I don't even know which one we're on now, uh, we're broadcast to, is uh, it's Carm Org Facebook. That's the one. Carm so Org Facebook. Yeah, or Facebook, Carm.org. I think if you go, f- let's see if I'll do it right now. Let's try this. See, Carm.org. No, I mean Facebook. Facebook. I'll try this. Uh, forward slash Carm.org. Right now. Yeah. Just forward slash Carm.org. And, uh, Let's see, am I on there? I'm looking, I don't know. It's loading up. There I am. There. Oh, no, that's an old one. Hey, hey, how come it's got an old shirt on me? Oh, no, there I am down there. Why is the other one t- above it? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm live. I'm waving, and I'll see how long it takes to come through. And you can join in. And people put... And also, we have it on, on YouTube, and you can join in with text and chat, and you can join us there on the YouTube one. Okay, and that's... Uh, which one is YouTube. That one is, uh, see, that's, that's, you can get that on the homepage, I believe. You just go to the com, CARM homepage, that's right. But that's the, come on, Matt, it's YouTube, uh, Matt Slick hyphen live. Okay, so <laughs> there you go. Okay, you can join us okay. and chat uh, with us. And that, that second one, real quick, um, I know I sent oh. that email, we talked a little bit about, uh, about that. I oh. it again. Uh, Hold on, we got a break. Lot, but I'll go ahead. We had a break, Jamal. Hold on, okay? We'll get back to you after the break. Okay, sorry about that. Hey, folks, two open lines, 877-207-7276. Be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Jamal. Boy. Hey, Jamal. Oh, there's... <laughs> it's the right button. How you doing? Okay, thanks. Okay. Right. I'm doing, doing fine. Thanks. Uh, real quick, because I know you got callers waiting. Uh, that email, let's go ahead and tell you since I got, got you online or got you on mm-hmm. the phone. It was about mm-hmm. kind of like um, getting stuff on some merchandise, like mugs and T-shirts and stuff like that. Um, like, uh, what was the, one of the phrases that you said? Um, 
uh, so little heresy, so much. T- oh, sorry, <laughs> so much heresy, so little time. Yeah, so much heresy, so little time. Now, I got the shirt on. Now, Charlie's the one that is running that uh, T-shirt thing, and we're going to have to get him a link or something. And uh, if you, he'll put it in the chat, chat text because he's got a page, he's got some stuff, he's going to work on it. We just haven't gotten to the point of of that. But we have to, as a five hundred one c three, we have to be able to have a contract with people legally, um, and it's uh, uh, so like that. So we're going to do that, so they can just advertise it on the site, which is no big deal. And we got to okay. just do that. We haven't got it. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, karmchristianwitness.com. dot com. And uh, since you asked. Uh, do you want that shirt? I got other shirts. Uh, there's so much here. She's so little time. What, Carmageddon? Isn't that one of them? Another one, Carmageddon. And uh, I, I forgot. I just I got like 50 things, you know. Carm and get it, you know, or whatever you do, don't go to carm.org. You have all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, what was that uh, site again? Carm Christian what? Carm Christian Witness. He put up. Uh, he put used the word Carm in there, and uh, but it was already done. And like, okay, whatever. So it makes it sound like it's an actual uh, CARM affiliate thing, but but it's not. So, uh, but he's a good guy. He's he's a, he's a good. I've done it for a long time. Good guy. Gotcha, so. gotcha. One last thing. Uh, here's one more little catchphrase for the shirts. Uh, don't ask me. Call Matt Slick. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. How- <laughs> I wonder how many people would actually wear something like that. Don't call me. Ask Matt Slick. Ask Mr. That's Slick. Right. Then carm.org. That would be. Don't ask me. Ask Mr. Slick. Carm.org. People go, what the? What does that mean? That might be good. What do you guys think of that oh, in the yeah. chat room? I can see what they say, and they might they make a thumbs up. Charlie likes it. Don't ask me. Ask me. That's what I should get my for my wife. Get one of those shirts. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Because she needs to listen to me. I'm, not sure. I'm so, I'm so smart, humble, and wise. That's that's what I t- that's that's how it works. <laughs> well, they convince her. All right, we got to move along. I'm sorry, I lost you. You, you was what was that? Would you repeat that? I, I said, I said, good luck with her when you get off the show today. <laughs> well, hopefully she didn't hear the show today, so we'll find out. All right, okay, man. All right, hey. quick. Okay, thanks a lot, buddy. Okay, bye. Woo! Hey, we have three open lines. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. got to uh, Katie from uh, Mississippi. Katie, welcome. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Actually, so what do you got? Missouri. Okay, what is the what's the Mississippi one then? What's the... I don't know the two letters for the states. I thought it was M S, uh, but it's Missouri. Oh, it's M O for Missouri. M S is Mississippi. Okay, good. I got to figure that stuff out. No big deal. So, what do you got? What's up? Um. So, thank you so much for being able to talk to you and just being open to speaking with your audience. I read a lot on God questions. I have for years. Uh, followed your karm.com and uh, .org. I'm just thankful for that. I go to karm quite a bit for when I have Good. questions on everything, apologetics, okay. and I really enjoy studying mm-hmm. and just really looking up stuff. So one of my questions um, is me and my husband have been going, um, so we got saved in 2005 at a church 
and uh, and then when we moved like an hour away, we switched churches and we got really involved in the church um, with just backstage doing production and stuff like that. But over about okay. nine, ten years, we just felt like mm-hmm. um, it was more topical and it was just the repetitive each year, you know, just the same. Um, they just continued to say the same sermon over and over, but it would be just a okay. different name title. And, and over time, we just kind of felt like we were maybe, you know, we're hungry so much for the word, but we were just not felt like we weren't being fed. So we actually ended up going back to that other church where we got saved. And so we've been there for about two years now. And, and over time, so I will say, we both believe in the pre-tribulation rapture, which that's not what I'm going into. But okay. I do notice uh-huh. they speak a lot. They do speak a lot of views on premillennial. They'll say we're premillennialists, but a lot of their stuff seems to come off that I'm like, ah, I don't know. I first of all, I kind of did study on your website that there's historic, and then yeah. um, I forget the other one. So, but then they started talking more about um, my sickle, and they started having him come to the church, and that's bad. They had this guy Chris Creed one day. And one day when they're, so my question is, is, they had a guy that was up there that was on stage and he was talking about how God speaks to him, I guess, and with, you know, v- visions and dreams and, and he kind of like would stand out on, on the thing, on the pulpit and ask, um, he'd say, so, you know, I, I just heard a word greenberry <laughs> and we'd be like, what? And then he's like, Anybody, does Greenberry mean anything to anybody in the crowd? And then someone would stand up and raise their hand and say, that's my street. And he'd be like, come over here. Are you dealing with sickness? You know, and and so we both were so like, what is this? And then he said, if you guys want the gift of tongue, um, come forward and we'll lay hands on you for you to receive it. So then we were like, let's find a different church. So we just thought it was really weird. I don't know mm-hmm. what's the truth with that. So we just started a church. Two weeks ago, and it's okay. only because our son goes to a private Christian school, and one of the basketball leaders there is a pastor. Okay. So now we started there, and they're okay. doing the same thing at this church. And so what question yesterday have you got? we had. So the question was: So there was a two and a half hour church yesterday when we went, and it was because they had so many people standing up with visions. And coming forward and telling their vision. And we're just sitting there like, is this something for today? Or are we just, are we wrong for questioning that? You're not wrong for questioning it. So, I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't Um, know. Yeah. So, now we get into this issue called uh, cessationism or continuationism. And it deals with the charismatic gifts. Uh Now, what it says here in Acts 2.17, uh, let's see. And it shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour forth my spirit on all mankind, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. So this is one of the things that's talked about in the last days. The last days has yeah. been on for 2,000 years. Now, I'm of the opinion that all the charismatic gifts are still for today, but not normative. I believe that. 
Okay. Right. So the apostles had certain gifts that were just to, to, for them. I believe that speaking in tongues can occur, and people can have a word of knowledge and word of wisdom. I don't have any problem with that, uh, and it does not threaten the canon and the closing of the canon. People who say it does, I'll debate you on it. It doesn't. But um, what we have to be careful of is these the wackos. There are so many wackos out right. there. And if I was in a church and they said, you know, it, you know, this Bickle guy, that, that's a major warning flag. Okay, that's that's bad. The previous church should not have that. that that's a sign of their, of their apostasy. Uh, um, if a bunch of people are having visions in the church, it, I'm not saying it can't happen, but they need to be weighed by the elders, and things need to be done in order. In First Corinthians 14, it talks about. Uh, speaking in tongues and interpretation of tongues and three or four at most are to speak and after that remain silent because there's an order that's to be had and so we want to make sure that we present ourselves before God and before uh, Christians and before unbelievers with um, with common sense we don't want to turn them off and turn them away so not yeah. knowing what the situation was, if a bunch of people are saying, I got a vision, I got a vision, I got a vision, if I was a pastor there and something like that happened, I'd say, okay, we're only going to do three. We'll do, have three. If you want to come up after the sermon and we talk, I want to hear what you have to say. If anybody wants to join us, that's how I would have handled it because I believe these things can happen because the Bible says so right there. And it says we're not to lack right. any charismatic gift while we're waiting for the return of Christ. So that's what I would say. And uh, if a bunch of people are doing this, it just sounds a little shady, you know? It does. Yeah. And I 100% agree that I believe, too, that the gifts, you know, are still for today. I guess my fear is to just be deceived by, you know, people saying that they have that gift and maybe it's not mm -hmm. true, you know? And that's just a fear. That's because right. Are we it is. at the right church? Well, yeah. we got a break, so hold on. Let's talk about this after the break a little bit more, okay? Because it's important. All right. Hey, folks, we have three open lines. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. We'll be right back. Please stay tuned. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Everybody, welcome back to the show. All right, let's get back on the air with Katie. All right, Katie, how are you doing? I'm good. All right. So, I'm with you. I believe the gifts are there mm -hmm. and can still happen but get very uncomfortable when it seems to be out of control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially when me and my husband, we're looking at each other and going, well, why are we having that? <laughs> you know, and then you're like, I don't know. It's just kind of, I guess it's kind of odd. You know, you go to church and it's two and a half hours of people getting up in the pulpit and just the, every, the microphone's free reign. Yeah, it's free reign and anybody, he's, he, the pastor's on stage and he's like who else is having a vision anybody and then someone will stand up and then they walk up and and then they would tell their vision or their what they had a dream the night before and I'm like okay and I've been praying for yeah. days like God please give us wisdom on this I know he gives it wisdom generously without reproach and I was like okay God 
And it, I just so happened to click on Facebook, and I seen that you were live, and I was like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would be tempted to get up and, and say, I, can want, I had a vision that all of your visions you've been having are wrong. And then sit down and see what happens. <laughs> um, well, one girl got up and she said that she could see God staring down at us on his throne, pouring oil on all of us and anointing all of us. And yeah, I was that, like, that, yeah, that kind of stuff. He dwells in under pressure of light who no man has seen or can see, First Timothy 6.16. Generally, I'm going to just say this. This is the generic kind of a thing. I, I, you know, I've, I've been in, in a lot of situations and seen things and in real life and churches and heard stuff and watched videos, blah, blah, blah. Okay. When that yeah. kind of an environment is possible, not the kind I'm talking about, where if yeah. it's open to possibility, but it needs to be under control and in order, etc., and and you'd be very careful. But when that those those yeah. guards are off, and you have anybody getting up in the pulpit and saying something to the church, give me a break. That's just out of control, and that's not the place for the pul- for it to happen in the pulpit. Generally speaking, in that kind of a context, the people who do that are over emotional. They whatever they think, hey, that's from God. It's a vision. I'll just say it because I'll be accepted as saying it. See how spiritual I am, and this kind of stuff. And one of the things I would uh, be interested in to know is. Uh, if, if you're telling me the website, go look at the website, look at the statement of faith, and see do they have women pastors and elders for one thing, and maybe you know if they do or don't. Do you know? I did get on their thing, um, their website. I didn't see that they have women pastors, which okay. I agree with you with that. I don't believe in women pastors. Okay, so um, ask about so, that, yeah, and you I look look that. at look in their library. And see what books they promote. See if there's anything by Kenneth K- Hagen, Copeland, uh, Bill Johnson from the NAR, New Apostolic Reformation. And, and if so, then this is all bad, bad stuff. Okay, yeah. There's lots of stuff. So all right. Our last church is all about the NAR, and that's why we switched to this church. And now we're like, what church are we going to find? Is this what church is happening nowadays or something? <laughs> Yeah, NAR stands for New Apostasy Revival, as far as I'm concerned. So, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's bad news. So, it, you know, it's hard to say uh, because can God do this? Can can people uh, have visions? Of course. You know, I've prophesied over a girl once, and it came to pass. I'm not claiming anything. I'm just saying it happened once. I had a right. word of knowledge over someone else, and. I don't have any problem with that. And I've I've had two instances in my life where I heard the voice of God, not in an audible sense, but in that way that you know it's him at, you know. in your heart. You know it's him and you right now. I've had that twice and only twice. And I remember them both very well. And so uh, I believe it can happen. Not because of those experiences. I'm, it's based on Scripture. I'm an exegete here, and I can defend my position from Scripture. So, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I would just what just you're saying to, is yeah. exactly how I have felt. I've actually been feeling guilty for even questioning. I'm like, I'm so sorry, God. I know you can do this. Question. It's you're supposed to question. Oh, no, no, no. What don't about that. You're supposed to question. Look, Paul the Apostle, okay. he was teaching, and the Bereans checked him. What he said out against the Word of God, he goes, Way to go! That's what he said. Bereans 17. Yeah, at 11 17. Examine all things. Isn't that what the Bible says? Examine everything, right? Submit it yeah. to the Word of God. Yep. Yeah. 
look, if I was a pastor and you were in my congregation, and you came up to me and said, Pastor Matt, you know, you said something, and I don't know if I agree with it. I'd be like, oh, good. Let's see what she's got to say. Not because I'm, oh, I get a challenge and a beater. No, he'd be like, hey, she's listening and she's thinking. I'm going to see what God, if God could speak through her or not to me about something. Totally open. And so we need well, to be open. Go ahead. Can I ask you one last thing? So one sure. of the, I noticed yesterday as we were in service, they used the Act 4, where Peter was, was it Act 421, Marcy? Yes, my husband. It was where Peter and John did a miracle, okay. I guess. I'm trying to remember. And okay. so the guy at the gate, yes, and he got up and walked. And right mm-hmm. after they talked about that, he said the Sanhedrin and were the ones that were the religious people questioning that. Right. And, right. He said, and then he started right. kind of talking about how right. basically... You're going to hear people say you can't have dreams and you can't have visions. The religious people, and I start feeling like, oh, am I being religious? That, that, that what he just so, did there, what he did there, was really bad. That that's bad. It's called poisoning the well, and it's a it's an it's an error. And I would call him on it because we are obligated to check all things by Scripture. Even the the people in the congregation check everything. Just because they're having a, so to all this stuff happening. And if anyone doubts you, it's because they don't have the spirit. You see how bad everyone is? That's the spirit of religion. That's a load of crap. Okay? And so you just got to understand yeah. that. Don't let anybody speak to you like that. You have the right and the obligation to check what what uh, people say. Like Especially me. I'm on the radio. My last name's Slick. You better be checking what I say against Scripture. That's what you're supposed to do. And right. if you call me up and you don't agree, I'm going to listen to you. But if, I'm not, not going to say, everybody, listen to me. It's the people with the spirit of religion who don't agree with what's happening, what I'm saying. Give me a break. What arrogance is that? Okay? Right. That's exactly, I kind of thought that. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Okay. Good well, for you, I'm so Katie. glad that I called it. Well, good for you. No, I'm serious. Good for you. You need to check, and and there's nothing wrong with that. And having visions and dreams, it can happen today. God, God's not; His hands aren't tied. But if it, something happens, we need to examine it with Scripture. That's all. You make sure, and the elders better be on board. I'd go to this church you're going to now for two weeks. I'd go talk to the pastor and say, "What do you think of uh, Kenneth Copeland? What do you think of Bill Johnson from Reading? You know, what do you think of the New Apostolic Reformation?" Right. Find out. Find out what they teach. Go to their library. Look what kind of books they got. Yeah. Because I know that's fair warning right there. Those pastors stay away from. Yes. And then what you can do is back back out of the church. You back out of the church. Take your shoes off. Back out and dust your shoes off if you're watching. I'm just going backwards. That's a good visual. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. Okay, Katie. Okay, well, thank you so much. I really am so thankful. Hey, well, thanks for calling. Good for you. Okay, God bless. All right, let's go over to Tracy, if she's still on after a long wait. Tracy from Virginia. Are you there? Let's see. She might have fallen asleep. (laughs) Hopefully she didn't get raptured, because that would be bad for me, because I... (laughs) So we'll see. Tracy, are you there? Uh oh, I don't know. I don't know. For all that waiting she's put on there, and, and now maybe she's going, wait, I can't get it to work. Who knows? 
but I did hit the right button. So uh, let's just try this. Let's get to Alberto. Alberto, hey, welcome, buddy. You're on the air. Yes, good evening, Matt Slick. My question is in James 4, 8, right? It says, draw near to God, and he'll draw near to you. But mm-hmm. the New Testament teaches that once you once you accept Christ, that triunity comes and draw the believer. So, 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 so how close do I have to get to God if we're God bring both inside of me? And so how close do I have to get to me because God draws inside of me? The triunity what, 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 wait, draws inside what, of a believer. So, I, can't, I can't understand you. I don't understand your words. I'm sorry. My question is, James, James 4a says, hey, draw near to God, and he'll draw near to you. So in the New, in the New Testament, once a person accepts Christ, that triunity comes in for the believer. So what more closer can you get to God, and more close, how more closer can God can get to you if that triunity would it draws inside of you already? That's no, you got to read the context. Just read the context of things. Okay, because in James he's saying, "Look, you got quarrels and conflicts," and and he says, "You adulteresses, don't you? You need friendship with the world. Look, draw near to God. That's what he's saying there. And what he's giving is a generic kind of a thing. Then you go to someplace else and say, "Oh, the Trinity. When you're indwelled, how can you get closer and draw closer? You're not understanding the context of both of those. That's why when you mix them together, you're having a problem." So look at the context of each, and then make sure that this, the question you have doesn't uh, conflict with the, rep- the information given in its context, okay? That's all. All right, brother? Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, Alberto. I love your, your zeal, too. I do have good <laughs> questions. All right, brother. Talk to you later. All right, let's see if we can get back on with Tracy, if she's maybe, maybe back on. Tracy, are you there? Tracy. Tracy. She's from Virginia. I don't know. I'm going to just keep her on, and I'll just talk to the end of the show. We've got about two minutes. Whew. All right. Hey, I just want to let you know that we stay on the air by your support. If you are interested in supporting us, if you like this ministry, you like what I have to say, even if you don't, you might want to consider it. I don't know. I'm smiling while I'm saying that last part. All you have to do is go to carm.org, C-A-R-M dot O-R-G, forward slash donate, and everything you need is right there. i got so much to do, and... I'm going to revamp that page to the donate page, make things easier, and I got a couple other issues related to it. But man, uh, anyway, just busy. So hey, we do need your support. But you know what you can do? You can please pray for us. We certainly do need that prayer. All right, now I'm going to tell you this: that in a month from now, I'll be in Israel, and I'll be there for about two weeks. So it looks like we're going to have Charlie fill in for me for a couple of weeks. Now. What I want everybody to do is think of the most difficult, obnoxious questions. <laughs> he's laughing. I'm looking at him. Uh, that you can uh, that you can think of. Now he's a good guy, and I'll be introducing him later, or something like that. Maybe have him call up the day before I leave, or the you know whatever it is. And uh, Charlie and I did ministry back in the '80s together, and he's uh, retired, and he helps out here on the uh, on the website. He's on the Carn Board of Directors. And uh, what else? Uh, he, he puts links in. He knows a lot of stuff. He does. He's got a lot of good stuff to say. So we're going to give it a try for him because uh, um, Luke, he's in a different position now. He had to go to another ministry because uh, he had an expanding family beyond our ability to support him. And so he had to move on, and that's okay. So maybe he'll be filling in sometime, too, because uh, the other ministry said, hey, yeah, you know, if you want to fill in, we'll do whatever you can. So when he gets settled, we'll figure it all out. 
and uh, swap and do stuff like that. Just giving you a heads up for that. So that's a warning uh, to you. And there was a rant, a rambling rant. Uh, someone did that. I don't see who it is. Cigarhead gave... Uh, in a, hey, Cigarhead, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Go see him. He did it again. All right. Hey, like that. All right. There we go. May the Lord bless you. And by his grace, we're back on the air tomorrow. Hey, we'll talk to you then. Have a great evening, everyone. God bless. Bye. Another program powered by the Truth Network.